in your words, explain for us what we as an audience can expect from a 3D binaural sound experience. How does it sound like? Besides that the listeners can experience it through this podcast episode, I love your example from your article, VR for your ears, dynamic 3D audio is coming. I think it's, it's really about being there at another location, traveling in space and time somehow. And, and, and for myself, I, in that example, I, I remember I wrote something about an NBA game because I'm a big basketball fan. And that's sort of my dream scenario. It's really expensive to get courtside tickets to the NBA Finals uh, you know, um, but why not have a a sound field microphone and a 360 camera there? And then I can virtually be, you know, next to Jack Nicholson at his courtside seat uh, in Los Angeles and watch the Lakers win over the Celtics back in the 80s. I guess not these days. Don't know who's the best ones now. But you know, you can go in there and you can really feel there. It's it's really about being there. It's the whole ambience. It's not so much pinpointing a specific sound at a specific location. It's about feeling, like you talked about before, feeling like you're really at a different place. And, and, and if you think about that, you might have a TV even, like I said before, that has sort of just the visual part of it, where you're looking through a window, but you still have the full 3D audio experience. In my mind, I think that's more important than having the 360 video. I want the 360 audio, because that really has much bigger impact. Like I said, I will still, when I watch something, a game, if I'm there, I will be focused on a very narrow field of view anyway. So that's one of the examples. And then the other, that's one of my favorites, is to be at a really small, intimate concert with somebody. And the way I envision this going to happen is like, you know, take as an example, like Elton John has a concert at some place, you know, some hotel bar or something. You know, with an acoustical piano, just singing there, and you have a few real people there as well. You have all this stuff going on, and you have your, you know, microphone set up there. My God, it would be amazing, right? To be listening to that, have a head tracking, and really be there, hear him as he is in reality. You know, that's something you cannot experience on a record, mm -hmm. and not on a real big concert either. It's only in this small, intimate ses uh, setting where you get that truly like intimate feeling, right? Mm, mm. So there's amazing opportunities in my mind with 3D audio. Mm. And besides audio advertising then in VR, AR, where else can we experience 3D sound today? And how common is it at this stage today? So it's a good question how common it really is, because you know I've heard, and this is sort of unofficial, but at least in some countries, there's actually more binaural content being downloaded or consumed than high-res audio, and I think it makes sense because, to be quite fair, high-res audio maybe doesn't bring so much of an added experience from regular CD quality, uh, whereas, whereas spatial does that. But I'm not, I don't have sort of official statistics on that, but we're seeing more and more of just the binaural content. Even on YouTube, you can find clips and so on. Some of them are very gimmicky, on the other hand, but it's just at least nice to hear it. BBC have done some uh, binaural recordings of the proms, really nice, and, and so on. But you're getting to see more and more also games, right? Computer games, of course, with 3D audio in various formats. And, and also a little bit of movies. In the cinemas you have, you know, the 3D sound, Dolby Atmos and so on. So there's more and more content coming, uh, but it's still a little unclear which, you know, content types and formats will sort of be the, the, the big one. But we can see also in the mobile 
area, talking to mobile manufacturers, that they are truly looking into enabling 3D audio on their devices. And we have seen Apple, you know, to have have spatial audio with their AirPods Pro uh, running on their smartphones. So that's another step in that direction that we can more and more experience movies and other content in 3D. Even music, to some extent, is being um, coded into 3D now. Whether that will really catch on, I'm a little bit more, you know, maybe skeptical about. We'll see. It's been tried before, and it's not really caught on for the general public. But certainly in all these VR, AR, and games and movies, for sure. One of my favorites, actually, when, when I grew up, I loved listening to, to stories on a cassette. So Astrid Lindgren, for example. And I think story, storytelling and audiobooks uh, really can bring you, like, you are a part of that story. You're, like, listening next to them. And I think that could really advance it. I've listened a little bit when you hear, like, the mouse is to the left, and yeah, the you know exactly. the bird is a little bit you know northwest or north. <laughs> I think that is one experience. I'll let you talk about it. But the second one is, would it be possible to bring it in also like the experience in stores and restaurants? Could that have benefits? Because I always go like gamifying the stores. Yep, yep. Then not always have you know the speakers like to the left or the right and and maybe down, but somehow played around. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, in your first example, I think that I completely agree. I think this kind of storytelling, ebooks and sort of radio plays and stuff can just benefit tremendously from the spatial aspect. Again, just brings you there, becomes so much more realistic. Completely agree with it. And I'm surprised that there's not more out there already because this is quite easily done today. Um, and then with the second example, there's so much unexplored, right, in that scene. There, probably what you will do is not so much the, the actual binaural audio, because you, you, you will have to design for many people there. So, but with many speakers, though, and, and, and using the spatial aspect of sound, and not just sort of thinking about it as a one-dimensional thing, because it isn't. We have this three-dimensional uh, senses in, in hearing, uh, particularly, and we should utilize that. So if you have several speakers in, in your store, you can really create a movement of the sound and even take people to certain Not locations. Not right? Exactly. Mm. And you have these more sort of like information kills. Not so fun ex example, but in a sense, like if I'm at some department store and looking at this information kiosk, asking for information about where something is, if you have a small speaker array and, and also this crosstalk cancellation technology, you can get also the sound to, to say, okay, it's over there really in the right direction of you. So there's a lot to be explored there. I think it's like really an open field for imaginative people and a lot of creative ideas that should be explored there. That's so cool. But can, for example, audiobook companies and already recorded content be translated or transformed into binaural, or does it always have to be recorded in binaural from the start? That's a good question. You need if you have a sort of a stereo recording or a recording where you have several different sounds being recorded into one track, then it's hard to, to take away that and, and bring the 3D sound. But if you have each of the sources recorded separately, then you can artificially mix them. There are, there are a lot of uh, actually plugins for digital audio workstations where you can do spatial uh, sort of spatial rendering by adding this head-related transfer function to a specific object and rendering it in a certain space. 
But of course, the most sort of vivid experience you will get is if you can actually record the whole scene binaurally or with ambitonics. That's true.